I want to apologize to Blake because, like, every time I edit, I, I, since there's three tracks I have to go through and edit, I will just run through and trim Blake. I'll just run through and be like, well, he interrupted there. Uh, he's, he's not, someone's been talking for five minutes. Did Blake just mumble a couple of sentences underneath them? Cut that. Well, no, it's because y'all fucking don't know when to stop talking. So if I get a word in edgewise, it is, it, it is something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I listened to last week's podcast yesterday. During your guys' two things, I talked for all of, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear your your bourgeoisie propaganda. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I want to talk during New Japan stuff, too. Fight Boys, the show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I'm your host, the king of the Thunderdome himself, Scotty Moore. I'm subscribing to Cigars International, Blake Tanner. I have held the NXT Championship only one day less than Karrion Cross. <laughs> <laughs> the Dylan. Oh. oh. Uh, uh, it's more like five days, but like, you know, who's counting? <laughs> I guess we should just get right into it, huh? Yeah, I'll talk about my Thunderdome experience later, but holy fuck. I'm not gonna get into how mad I was was after SummerSlam. If you want to get that, you have to donate to the Patreon, because I did rant for a solid 40 minutes about how they fucked up just about everything they could. Did you did you include Raw in there? No, no, I I recorded it the night of SummerSlam. I don't oh, like okay. No, 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 you're right. It was because I remember it being like, hey, man, you're up like several points in the prediction series now. And you did not even acknowledge that fact that you had won. You were continuing to rant about that until Blake was like, you need to understand the only thing that he that that, that is more important to him in winning is production value. <laughs> Uh, it's just like nothing. No, no storylines mattered. It was just like here are the matches that you. Because I, I think they very much wanted to lean into the you'll never see it coming, and because of that, we're gonna say fuck all the storylines. And Roman Reigns is back, and he's pretty much a heel, probably. He's a tweener, but uh, yeah, yeah what, no, what no. kind of heel though is my question? Because I didn't see Roman, so so he came out. After the match, beat down, beat down the fiend and Braun Strowman, and talked like major league trash the whole time. Like, like this was this was some like all star game level like Michael Jordan in your face trash talking. It was impressive. I was a little scared. Yeah, well the the whole well the whole vibe of it is the fact that Ro since Roman left. That's the only reason Braun really got the title. And then he was originally slated to face The Fiend. And so the whole time he's beating them down, just like, the only reason you got this is because of me. The only reason you have this is because of me. So, uh, hope you guys are ready to see a seven-day reign from The Fucking Fiend. Oh, um. man. That hurts. That, that hurts, like, six months ago, Blake. But 
August Blake is so numb to it right now that I just want some. I just want trash talking Roman to do something. See, uh, I, I, uh, we'll get into it for predictions. It's fine. Okay. Uh, in addition, also, by the way, uh, fuck. Uh, secondary reason to say fuck that guy who tried to break into Sonya's house because that's the reason Sonya Deville is no longer on our TV. That's the reason we don't get cool ass kicker bald Sonya Deville is the fact that the uh, buzz cut. Yeah, she was not going to go full boss. Well, they, they apparently her her lawyer literally said like, "Hey, you're in the middle of a, a legal battle right now. Probably not the best idea to shave your head. Your head, yeah." And so, in addition to that, they were like, "Let's also take her off TV for a few, so we can kind of." calm that water because apparently even more even more people are coming after her because the internet's the worst place ever i guess yeah yeah no we can we can get into that that's that's confirmed i I believe we've confirmed that several times it's okay she'll come back in like a few months hopefully uh with like some cool like pixie cut and then just start like whooping wholesale ass stone cold style it'll be great it'll be great i would like the stone cold please uh let's see that's all i have for SummerSlam. that's not exclusive to patreon because fuck i was very upset so let's hear let's talk about let's hear let's talk about takeover pat mcafee proved all of us wrong and actually wrestled see i I was nervous at first because i thought the big spot everyone was gonna call out was when pat did basically the same spot gronk did at wrestlemania which is there's a sea of humanity underneath me and i'm just gonna jump on him but then as the match went on, like, he fucking took a Panama sunrise. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk about the bit where he got pushed off the top rope, did a backflip, and then jumped straight to the top, and then did a superplex. Yeah. That was where I was just like, okay, all right, fine, fine, you're not, you you come off as an asshole, but I like, slow clap. Well done, sir. Well done. I don't have to like you, but I respect you, damn it. Yeah, no, 100%. Outside of that, it was an all right takeover. It, it kind of upset me because I'm like, this is your 30th takeover and this is what you give me. But it's OK. Don't- we did. We didn't get Cameron Grimes, <laughs> but uh, he was so close. That must have been that must have been heartbreaking to watch live. Yeah, that was my that was my match of the night was probably that ladder match. And then for SummerSlam, Oscar Sasha easily match of the night. But yeah, the NXT was good. I kind of was upset about. Uh, firstly, if you want to know the moment that felt like WWE punching me in the balls after they already had me down, it was the moment in the like right after McIntyre Orton where uh, you didn't see it coming because he fucking won by a backslide, I guess. Uh, the moment after that where they said, Keith Lee's coming to Raw. Fuck! I was so upset. upset. The only mm-hmm. part worse than that is that at that point, I believe they had already confirmed that... Uh... Karrion Cross had separated his shoulder. I don't know where. I think it might have been in the finish. Yeah. Well, uh, from beating what, Keith Lee. From what I saw, um, apparently Tuesday, he was still like, maybe, maybe they'll let me do something. So they were trying to hold on until they realized, like, no, this no, is separated. Separated shoulder. That's at least that's at least like two months, three months. And then they, they, of course, had him drop it, and that was sad. But we do get what's either going to be a very good match or a shit show. Actually, hold on. Before, before we get to that, I don't feel... here's a, I feel so bad. I don't feel that much, like, sympathy for him, because he was in NXT for all of what? Two months. Two and a half months? Yeah. 
and he became champion. That's the they rocket ship wasn't even on his back. It's just straight up his ass. Like the the rocket fumes are scorching his gooch. That's how deep it is. I, like I, I, th- I think the only person I've ever seen get that kind of rocket shove is probably Owens, who like wrestled one match and then murdered Sami Zayn on the next day. Right, but Owens, oh, Dean was like king of the indies, like well-known, well-respected. Anybody who watched NXT was like, oh, shit, that's Kevin Steen. Of course he destroyed, like, Sami Zayn. Karen Cross, everybody's like, didn't that dude get murdered by Eddie Edwards? Am I supposed to respect him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he wasn't on TV for, like, months in between it, too, so he had, like, no buzz or hype or, like, that's why I'm just like, listen, man, you're gonna come back on the main roster probably with the same gimmick. You'll be fine. Like, a, like I'm not worried about him. A rumble debut for him, like literally, like num- number thirty, and then Scarlet fucking comes out. That would be very, very good. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that's that's probably that's honestly probably what we're doing. He he's one of the few people where NXT is like a, a pit stop. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's he's good. Listen, man, good things happened. Like he dropped the title, but Brazongo finally get to actually have won something after having team for four years. Years absolute years and now they've got the, they've got something they got some it was all fandango's fault he kept being injured yeah uh also yeah, no, um no in- what is the uh hmm? no. there's a i feel like there's a curse with new nxt stars whenever there's a new batch brought in one of them gets injured right off the bat yeah and it's called the atami syndrome yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, NXT went hard in the fucking paint this week because you had Brizongo winning the titles, Ciampa returning and becoming Blackheart Ciampa again. Fucking Austin Theory, whatever, fuck it, yay. Uh, and then Cross relinquishing the title and then them saying, well, you know what? Why don't we take three of the men who have had the best matches in NXT, Ciampa, Gargano, and uh, fucking Cole, and then throw in the hottest name NXT's ever had, Finn Balor, and just... He, he also had some of the best matches in... <laughs> uh, but take all of them, and then just give them to us for an hour. Just let them wrestle for an hour. We're, you know, you know, you, you. I heard you guys like uh, like Iron Man matches because of Bailey Sasha. We're gonna give, do that, but for sixty minutes instead of two people, it's gonna be four people. And you might be wondering how that's gonna work, and we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We we're gonna have to have a fucking graphic at this point. <laughs> we really are. I still have Champa. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think Balor would be fun. Honestly, uh, literally any of them. Literally any of them outside of Cole. I'm like, this is a good choice. I mean, yeah, they, like you said, it's four of the best guys out there right now. Yeah, and the only reason I say don't give it to Cole is because of the fact that he just held it for fucking ever. A, a lot of people are saying Kyle may turn and Kyle takes his spot, which, fuck. No, that part, that part's probably not going to happen because Kyle's turning face. Oh yeah, yeah. Because well, he tried to stop that beatdown of of Drake, and then they kept going. So he's gonna he's gonna feud with those two before he goes to Cole. Okay, that's how it's it's linear progression. That's how WWE yeah, but does it. Cole was Cole was already showing babyface tendencies against McAfee, and then wait, do we? Yeah, exactly. But you'll notice that that like like it. Trust me. Just trust me. I, I, are you saying you don't want to see Future Shock versus <laughs> Red Dragon, but with Strong? <laughs> Strong. I think that actually is a tag team that has a name. 
Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish? Maybe? Yeah, I feel like I feel like they had a name. I feel like if I look it up, I'm just gonna get Undisputed Era. Yep, that's all I got. That's just all I Just put Ring have. of Honor with it. Okay, Ring of Honor. All right, let, let's see. Uh, meanwhile, in addition, Big E finally... I think Big E had his fucking like Miz moment on uh talking smack this week because Miz was on there getting to be the Miz and Biggie was like, you know what? Um Kofi would never say this because Kofi's a good guy and always wants to do the right thing, but um y'all fucked him bad. Y'all really took him down and it was so good because like Miz was being the perfect counterweight because Miz was like yeah, well, I won the title and I haven't held it for a while. Well, you know, and I haven't gotten a challenge for a while other than that Universal title match a couple of months back. I haven't gotten it. And then Biggie's just staring at him like, did you wait 10 fucking years for this and then never got a rematch, you piece of shit? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. How quickly did you beat John Cena at WrestleMania? Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then final bit of WWE news, Rowan wanted a tiny woman in his cage instead of the spider because sometimes WWE makes the right call, I guess. Sometimes no, that, that would have been way more interesting because the it thing was that he, yeah, it would have been the closest that wrestling's been, has ever been to David Lynch. And I would have been there for it. <laughs> same, same. I would have, would have backed that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, apparently he wanted the world's smallest woman, like they brought her in to do it. But I much prefer if it was like a green screen tiny woman in a cage, and he helped. She helped him throughout all of the matches. The tiny woman in the cage, but then Jer McIntyre still crushes her underneath some steel steps. Steps. Oh, fuck. all right. So moving that's on a, to that AEW. That was an actual murder. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that's why we're moving on to AEW, which we got double AEW this week. Because we got last Saturday's and, it, and this one. Because it ended 30 minutes before we, we were talking now. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, before we start uh, in AEW in earnest, the PWI 500 came out. Guess who's number one, baby? Because it's kayfabe. It's so fucking true, and I'm fucking happy. That means all the S.H.I.E.L.D. members have been number one, and it's about fucking time for Moss. I mean, God damn it. And also- like I said, it's a- Warhorse and Danhausen made it on there, and it made me very happy. Although Warhorse was upset that he wasn't 169. Fair. Uh, so yeah, no, I. Uh, I mean, he was in New Japan winning matches, and then he's been in the face of EW from a kayfabe ranking, which is what the PWI is. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of hard to go against him. Yeah, he literally didn't lose. Yeah, and just from how much I love him. He um he started off like his New Japan run was pretty good. Um I think the G1 like he was a 5-4 kind of guy in G1, but his uh winning the uh US Championship he, he 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 was much more than that. He he lost only 3 matches. Yeah. I thought it was never mind. Uh, hey, can we just can we just say we're fucking getting Kenta versus moxley for that fucking title i'm very hyped for it about fucking time i will say by the way i'd like to point out bullet club's uh new obsession with winning matches by kicking people in the dick uh <laughs> yeah very here for it between evil uh literally dick togo and kenta 
of using uh, the swift kick to the dick to help ensure victory. I, I wonder if they'll let Moxley try. Like, when it, when is he challenging? Have they said yet? No, they they have not. Um, they honestly might just do it in Mexico. Oh, okay. Because from what I've seen, like that's why the Good Brothers haven't shown up there yet. Because Gallows was interviewed and he was like, "Here's the thing: when you go there, you have to quarantine for 14 days, and then before you leave, you have to quarantine for 14 days. Meaning we'd be out for at least 28 fucking days, and Moxley can't do that. Do that, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like his, um, I mean, I'm just happy enough that they've let him keep it throughout all this shit." Yeah, well, because unlike before where he missed a flight because of a, whatever, uh, this this time it was a pandemic, so it wasn't really his choice. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's true. But I'm glad that they were, like, they were good enough on that to keep one of their championships uh, sidelined because of the pandemic. And speaking of Moxley, holy shit, best segment ever on AEW this week. This is the one bit I actually did get to watch. Because, you know, MJS has been trying to, like, ban the paradigm shift, ban all this shit. And uh, so finally, because this is is this is my rivalry of the year, I'm just going to spoil you guys for the end of the year when I say this. Uh, Moxley had the uh, had the contract in his hand, signs it, hands it to MJF's lawyer, and his lawyer's like, "You are a dumb son of a bitch for signing this. Like, you we've taken away a lot." And he goes, "I just was surprised you guys were cool with uh, Article 17 I put in there." And then MJF and the lawyer just stare up like what and they flip over and next week and fucking Moxley is fighting the lawyer and if the lawyer does not show up mjf forfeits he forfeits his match and the paradigm shift will be legal it was the greatest moment in this whole thing because it showed mox is actually smart yes that is something that i love like it that is something that you could see that is what Mox likes to do. He likes to out-clever in kind of out-of-the-box ways. Out-fox. He is the embodiment yes. of out-foxing people. Whereas, like, in WWE, he was just trying to out-wacky him. And it's like, you saw him trying to out-fox people, but they just put too much wacky in it. Yeah. Uh, in addition, let's let's talk about last Saturday AEW and then this one, uh, Kingston's with Butcher Blade and Bros, which is what I'm calling them now. And I'll be honest, I didn't like it in the moment because I was like, no, he needs to be with these people or these people. Uh, like, I really wanted him with Pride and Powerful. And then I went, wait, they're fine. They have the fucking inner circle. You know who's not fine? Butcher Blade and Lucha Bros. You need Eddie Kingston there to align them all together. I feel bad now because now Death Triangle's not going to be a thing anymore. I mean, bring them back, I guess. Like, uh, just put them in this stable, whatever they decide to call it. Do do you... Do you... Look, look, look at me. Look at me in the, the eyes. Do you expect in kayfabe Pac to listen to anyone, <laughs> especially Eddie Kingston? Especially Eddie Kingston? No. Pac that match will be great, thing. though. I'll fucking watch the shit out of them. I would actually, I would probably pay per view buy for that match. That's how. That's how much I would like to see that. Yeah. Uh, in addition, just as we stated before the show, hooray, the Nightmare Sisters didn't win. And Puerto Rico party. <laughs> I did like how they got handed, they both got handed flowers after they got like their medals and they like fucking threw them on the ground and raised Puerto Rican flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was just like, nice. that was just like fucking, That's fucking sweet. fucking great. 
Despacito. Now, I'm really uh, hoping that this translates to women's tag titles, since we are actually recruiting more women. Yeah. Oh, also, I... Oh, fuck, I can't talk about the main event, because that's going to be coming later. Uh, no, so no, I got, no, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it now. I'll think of something else in between. What the, I, fuck it, he killed him. He straight... Yeah, he killed him. Oh, yeah, straight murdered him. Straight murdered him. And, like, I didn't like it at first, because Mr. At first, Brody murderer. Yeah, because at first they brought out the stretcher, and I'm like, this seems like a lot for Cody to be like, if you can beat me for this title, you'll have to kill me and hospitalize me. And they stretched it on just long enough that it fooled me into thinking Cody was that much of a self-serving dick that he would do the thumbs up to the crowd before getting taken out. But then just Dark Order hit, motherfucker, and they hit hard. Dark Order fucking blowing in there like a bad storm. And then pouring the broken old TNT title over Cody's body was phenomenal. That was so fucking good. Also, Anna Jay is a psychopath, and I, I'm here for it. Just fucking, my favorite thing is uh, fucking Stu Grayson tweeted, he's like, he's like, I want you to know, I whisper in her hair, wow, <laughs> Brandy looks like such a nice person, you should go over there and say hello, not... I will give you $20 if you choke her out. <laughs> Subsequently, I owe, on an unrelated note, I owe Anna J $20. <laughs> and I think this is, I think this is pretty decent from a booking standpoint too, because after all the defenses that Cody has had where people have wanted him to drop the title, now it just looks like a monster's fucking destroyed him and deserves it. And uh, apparently on this week's episode, Brody came out and was like, hey, no more fucking open challenges. Sorry, you indie nerds, but you're not coming here to fight me. And it was very good. But we're not talking about the most important result of this storyline, which is, of course, we got chilies. <laughs> The greatest fucking opening to a BTE in a very fucking long time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was such a good opening that I was almost like I was scrolling through DoorDash earlier today, looking at what I wanted to order for lunch. I saw chilies. I'm like, I got chilies. <laughs> um, now I got chilies. Onto uh, onto this week's AEW, and I just want to read out verbatim my favorite quote from the article uh, that was detailing everything, and it was, We get another video package of Darby Allen, who has thumbtacks in his back, and then he jumps off a bridge. That was it! That was all they had to say! I was like, fuck it, yeah, sure! Yeah, sure, that's it! That's what happened? Cool! Alright, alright, yeah, okay. Is there anything else, though, that you would expect from a description <laughs> of what Darby Allen is doing at any given point in time? I don't know, man. He has a Tony Hawk Underground-inspired t-shirt now. I thought maybe he'd gone a little more family-friendly. <laughs> he just jumps off a bridge. Do a flip. <laughs> Do a flip. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Uh, in, in addition... I, I don't know anymore, because Dylan was like, Hangman's going to be the one to turn heel. And at the beginning of AEW, I was like, oh, he is, because, of course, the Bucks are... I, I also loved it because the because uh, it was setting up clearly the idea of, like, what happens when the Bucks face FTR, and then Hangman stops them from facing FTR. And that was a really cool moment. I was like, oh, the heel turn's beginning. And then the young bucks were like, nah, fuck you, we're the heels, eat my old dick. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, 
No, I said that uh I said that Hangman would join the new horseman. I didn't say he'd be a heel. I, he'd just be he would be the same anxious millennial cowboy. He would just he would just be like, "Well, I need to join people and uh I'm drinking buddies with these two and I know Sean hit Cody in the head with that chair last year, but he seems pretty okay now. <laughs> He he really likes that glove for some reason, but uh and uh and Tully's cool. I think I'll just uh, I'll just hang out with these guys. It's gonna be like one of those. <laughs> just like let's hang out. Okay, here's what happened, and I read it before the show, but I'll read it again. Uh Dasha tried to interview Hangman, ask why he screwed the young Bucks. Before he can answer, the Bucks appear. And fuck <laughs> they ask are you are you afraid of us matt asks who the hell he is he's obviously not their friend and that he's never been good enough nick calls him a jobber and matt throws his drink in his hand <laughs> they tell him he's out of the elite and slam the door holy fuck yeah who's the heel I mean, it's always been the when. Here, let me ask you a, que- a question. When was the last time the Bucks were the faces? Really? Like, if we're talking about, yeah, really. Because hold like, on, I've got them. I've got all of the heels in the bag here from the elites, and I've got. No, it's just all heels. Yeah. <laughs> Oops! It's all heels. Oops! All heels. But like, like even back when they had the feud with uh, Kenny and Hangman for the titles, they were fucking heels then too, because they were like, "You wouldn't have made it in Ring of Honor if it wasn't for us, bitch. You were in fucking that decade stable for a while, and then we saved you." Like it was just nothing but that. So yeah, I'm now I'm more invested that at least some storyline expectation has been subverted. You are right, Dylan, though. I, if I thought about it for two seconds, I should have r- realized that the good Christian boys are always the heels. <laughs> they, they're not as, like, outright dickish as they were when they were in Mount Rushmore, which I miss. I, I miss Suck It, Young Bucks. Th- that was the best version that year. Vintage. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because I think they obviously lose to FDR. Kenny snaps. I get the cleaner again. Yeah, this is all worth it. Yeah, beats beats down. I, actually, I would say beats down. Hangman, FTR saves Hangman. Bucks come out, and then now there's the standoff to set up three on three at the next pay per view. It's been a really good slow burn to get the cleaner back, though, and I'm really waiting for it. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, I know. It's like how long I had to fucking wait for his heavyweight title run <laughs> all over again. Oh. It's just as maddening. I want you to know it's just as maddening. But at the same time, I didn't have to watch him lose to Jay White. So. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Well, broke my heart. But then I got a bushy. So, yes. Mixed bag. Ends justify the means. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know who's my personal abushi? All of our patrons. Is it Gazi? Fucking soup. <laughs> And all of the other patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS, the website where you can support us and get access to exclusive content like Wrestling History X, the show where we take deep dives into some of our favorite moments in wrestling history, or in this month's case, where Scotty gets real mad and rebooks all of SummerSlam and Payback. Because I was very fucking mad. Yep. You, oh, th- you is that don't good to say. Thing? Does that mean we can push everything back so I get another month before I have to do that again? Basically, yeah. 
Uh, you need to get mad more often. Oh, <laughs> you need fuck. to get mad. He really doesn't. He really, he really doesn't. I remember telling the uh, telling Dylan exactly what my booking was, and him just like repeating the lines from Billy Madison. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone now is dumber for having heard this. <laughs> <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. On your soul. <laughs> All uh, right, except uh, I didn't wish that last thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, hold on. I actually, I actually had this one. I actually, I actually came up with who we should, who who we should uh, tweet because they're officially a tag team now. And also, I listened to the old Takas Jericho interview, so I'm not, I'm not as low on Luther as I was before. But we should really tweet at them. Okay. And tell them that we've named their finisher. Oh, okay. Yeah, at, like, Serpentico and, and Luther. Uh, love that you're teaming together. Have you considered calling your finisher? I was going to go with your end is nigh, because Luther is booked as from the Kingdom of Nigh. Oh, that's good. But uh, be sure you put, uh, uh no, uh, yeah, put hashtag Death Dealers. Because okay. I think that should be their tag name, but I don't want to suggest that. How do you spell Nye in N I G H. Okay, okay. It's Had like to... Night but with one less letter. <laughs> you please tell me you're not the one in charge of your kid's spelling. No, no, I meant like if he did it silly, like some sort of fucking future. You need to under you need to understand, despite the high pitched yelling and constant pointing at his head with his his tongue out, not actually a bad wrestler. He does fucking cartwheel kicks. I don't know, like pirouette kicks. Like he'll do like the fucking Dude's got a moveset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right now, let's get into our heels and baby faces of the week. Blake, would you, uh, Dylan, would you like to start with heels? Yes, sure. I'll start with heels. So, um, on Monday night, Oscar uh, Oscar <laughs> defended her uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship one night after getting it on uh, at SummerSlam, and with that, has more defenses of the Raw's Women title in her. In that defense, then all five of Sasha's reigns. Yeah. Because the disrespect uh, towards Sasha Banks is literally unparalleled. My heel of the week is the fact that WWE is just like, Bailey, 300-day reign plus. Give her a full year. Sasha, like a month. Like, like there's going to forever be an asterisk next to her because we're not going to give her, like, a successful title run. Like, I swear to God, when Bailey versus Banks happens, if like, when Sasha wins, if she doesn't hold that belt for at least 120 days with, like, three defenses, I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Like, I've never seen someone be pushed yet fucking buried at the same time. It's yeah. like it's it's like they're pushing her along the ground like in an anime, like face first and it's just going forward. That's the only thing I can compare it to. Like you're making forward progression but at what cost? <laughs> See, like and what sucks is the fact that and I've realized this, if Sasha's in a normal match, 
It's a serviceable match. If Sasha is in a match for a championship, Sasha Banks will give you the fucking match of the card every single time. Because like that, like I said, best match at SummerSlam was her versus Asuka. Because Asuka had already come in beat down and Sasha got to be heel, but also was pulling out fucking amazing shit the whole time. I, yeah, I I wish they would Weird put question, Sasha because I have I haven't seen it. Did uh did Oscar pull out the uh fucking like fake out arm drag into a knee lift? Yes, I can- oh. she did it. I can't remember which one she did it in. I, it, she, it was either the Bailey match or the uh, Sasha match, but she did it in one, and I immediately thought Dylan would like this. <laughs> it's my it's one of my favorite moves. The first time I saw her do that at Survivor Series. Because somebody somebody put put it to uh, the tagline of "Cool guys don't look at explosions." Because she just walked away, had her back turned to her, like, "Yep, she's dead now. What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> yeah. See, and what I I did like this storytelling between the two matches, which is in Bailey's match, and this is actually very similar to what I was thinking. Bailey's match. Oscar uh, goes for the hip attack on the ropes. Bailey ducks, and Sasha eats it. So Sasha literally sacrifices herself for Bailey to win. In Sasha's match, exact same spot, but Bailey does not sacrifice herself. Bailey stays away, and then Sasha ends up losing. So I was like, okay, at least we have something we can pull off for this storyline. That's fine. Yes. At least there is something. Well, Yeah, but uh, now my heel, and fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you win. You literally... Texted, like, because you did it, like, almost word by word. So you put, like, 12, just, I got, like, 12 Facebook Messenger notifications in a row about this. So, a uh, fan of the show, and actually the person who me and Blake watched All Out with at the last Dragon Con, uh, I think he's Paul Benson Sucks on Twitter. Uh, he tweeted out, hey, I, I got an invitation to come to the Thunderdome, but I don't want to fucking do that. So if anybody wants it, let me know. And I said, well, this will be a fun experience for the show. It fucking wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was very bad because at first, like at first I wasn't able to get in. And then finally, I guess somebody uh, put up a picture of a dead body or something bad and got banned. So I got let in and Firstly, the setup sucked because I had to have the camera directly in front of my face. And I like there's an outline of a human body. And they're like, you need to stay within that outline. Meaning I had to just stay in place, frozen in this uncomfortable ass chair, sitting straight up for all of SummerSlam, which I will say might have been the main reason I was furious with that fucking show is because I had to be frozen in place for all of the fucking Thunderdome. Have you considered maybe that's because your chair sucks dick? It's an all right chair. It's just a matter of like, I want to lean back and relax. And like, as the show went on, I was testing them. I was trying to see what I could do to get banned. And it turns out just taking a hit of my vape and blowing it directly at the camera was enough for them to say, your summer, your uh, Thunderdome experience has now ended. Uh, unfortunately, you will not be coming back. And I was like, fuck. Okay, okay. fine. So one, I'm assuming we're get we've gotten into heels and faces, and two, this is a great fucking chair, Dylan. How dare you? <laughs> um, uh, welcome back, Blake. Uh, we did what we could, and then here was the weird thing: is ideally the way I would do it is I would have us be able to hear each other 
like muted, but enough to be able to hear each other because then we could start chants. We could start cheering. We because like that's how wrestling crowds work. It's a fucking hive mind. And as we hear one person being like, fucking big show sucks, clap, clap, clap. We're like, oh, let me join in. We didn't get that opportunity. Instead, we had sh- fucking shitty Jimmy top pop in as like you'd hear Braun, dun, dun, dun. and of course we're all like, okay, cool, Braun's coming out. And instead, you'd hear, all right, everybody, how do we feel about Braun Strowman? Let him know. And then Braun would come out to the ring, and then uh, he didn't do it for that match because I think they were trying to do a double turn. But then, like during Oscar's match, he'd be like. All right, everybody, keep clapping for Oscar. Don't we love Oscar? Show him how you feel. And then Randy came out. He's looking right at you, folks. Do what you can. Tell Randy how you feel. And I'm like, fuck, stop. You're not intriguing me at all. You are not helping me in this situation at all, you pieces of shit. How how can you? How do you feel? Yeah. So, uh, that's... Mm. After that... After that that whole experience, did you have to play Randy Orton's old theme song just to, like, connect (laughs) with something? Something to feel? Hey! Nothing you can say! And then I love that he kept going back to clapping and then would say, hey, don't put your hands in the camera. And I'm like, how the fuck? Gonna just, like, get down here like this and just clap away? (laughs) Now that'll get you banned. Did you ask him what the sound of one hand clapping was? Yeah, exactly. And then also they were like, you need a microphone, meaning that I had the most pristine chance in Cheers of anybody because I had this fancy ass microphone in front of my face. I considered running a live podcast during the show. I'm not even lying. Uh, Also, and then this is going to lead into Blake's. People started to realize, oh, since it's a webcam, I could use a service like Splitcam and put images over my uh, screen to which someone put fire velveteen dream which i thought was fucking hilarious even though triple h was just triple h is literally they asked him about it because it happened again and he goes we talked about this <laughs> we said our piece on it y'all we're not firing the pedophile i'm sorry it's not gonna go away yeah, it's still If anything, happen. the next time he's on TV, it's just going to be worse. And then if he's not on TV, you have to explain why he's not on TV, which means you're going to lie again, which is going to start this whole fucking cycle. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, fuck the Thunderdome. That's my heel of the week. Blake, what's your heel of the week? I feel like that's the name of an of an 80s porno. Fuck the Thunderdome. I feel like. <laughs> yes. Um, My heel of the week is not the Thunderdome specifically. It was the people watching the Thunderdome, some of them specifically, because we had some there fucking was, gems. There was this asshole fucking vaping the whole time in the Thunderdome. Oh, yeah, I reported that guy, got him banned like that. But you know what the fucking thing is? Yeah. You got banned for vaping? Meanwhile, but up, up, here we fucking go. There was somebody that showed a picture of a clan member in their split screen. Um... There was somebody that showed a picture of noted murderer, Chris Benoit. Wait, 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 wait. Blake, Blake. Was the clan member famed lead singer Fozzie Chris Jericho? <laughs> it was not. Okay, fucking somebody posted on Squared Circle. Y'all, come on. The clan member posted was Chris Jericho. <laughs> One, 
That's not okay because it was a movie that he did. Um, I know, but he was still, in. but still funny. Yeah, one not okay. Two, it was a completely different picture. <laughs> Three, it was not Chris fucking Jericho. You dumb shits. Are you sure it wasn't like like Mexico luchador Chris Jericho? Like he's got he's had a lot of phases. He's been around for a while. But uh, no, yeah, but see, like he, he was in Smoky Mountain. You could con- you could easily convince somebody not knowledgeable about wrestling that when he was working for Jim Cornette. He had a clan gimmick. Oh man, I've got some. I've got some good Smoky Mountain Jericho stories. But like, yeah, like when I was doing it, there were people like who I guess they had to go get pizza. By the way, I just started eating pizza and vaping at the end of the show, seeing how long it would take, and it didn't take them long. But there were people who like would put a Pikachu in front, and that's like that's cute, or a teddy bear. Banned. Banned. Fuck Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those things are fine. Those things are cool. It's good to like interact with your surroundings uh, when you're watching something or you're live streaming something because like that's what a good fan would do. That's what somebody who's actually interested in what they're watching would do. People don't show videos of a live execution in their fucking stream like someone did at the Thunderdome. I mean, it is the Thunderdome. Stop. Stop. You know, <laughs> hold on. Was there any, is there anything else that happened? I'll, I'm, all I'll say is that if this keeps up, I will not be surprised if I see somebody drop trowel and start smacking their butt or jacking off <laughs> in front of the Thunderdome before this is over. Because apparently, WWE, whatever they're using to vet this is not good enough. I, 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 I was very excited at the beginning of the show, by the way, because right before SummerSlam started, I heard this. Hey, everybody in the Thunderdome, it's me, Kevin Owens. Oh, I really like you guy in the Kevin Owens yellow shirt. I love it. You're fantastic. Well, we're about to start the show, and I just want you guys... And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to KO and other people popping in through the show. But instead, we just got Lil Randy. (laughs) Hey, folks, can you give me a big old cheer for this, guys? But um, for right now, Blake, I think we need to get into baby faces because I think it's about time that we go beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a Mad Max reference. I'm sorry. No, I, I know, I know it is, and I appreciate it. I just thought you were going to talk some more about Thunderdome, no, and I, I was confused. I, I, no, I, I, I had already talked quite a bit before you came back to the call. It was a lot. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So, are we doing baby faces now? Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's do baby faces. I kind of want Dylan to go last because he has the probably the baby faciest baby face of the week. Okay, I'll go first because my baby face is just. I mean, it's fucking Oscar. Oscar's great. Uh, and I'm very happy that she got at least you know one win. Um, over at SummerSlam, I wish she could have gotten both, and Dylan could have been happy. Honestly, I would have been fine with that, except for the way the predictions turned out, which I lost big on. You Um, still tied me with my bullshit. Actually, you should feel worse about that. You should feel way worse. (laughs) Ding. Um, But Asuka's my baby face, because not only that, but she did take a picture with her championship in a big cup of noodles costume. Oh, fuck. I don't know why I never brought this up during my rant, but can we just discuss the fact that the match... (laughs) Where the Japanese woman won the championship was sponsored by Cup Noodle. It was really fucked up. 
I don't know. Asuka fucking loves it, though. Like, she's probably the reason that they sponsored. Can, can, can you be offended if she's not offended? Because she's the one there, and also the one... Of the- <laughs> In the cup noodle outfit. Yeah. And unlike you, she is Asian. So if anyone was going to be offended, I don't think... Listen, I know you wear your hair in, like, some kind of, like, weird samurai bun and have mall ninja shit, but that doesn't make you Japanese. Did did you guys see the fucking picture where they say great champions dress alike and it was a picture of Asuka in the cup noodle suit and then Okada with his robe that looks like the cup noodle design? It was actually... It was Asuka cosplaying as Okada, if you didn't notice it. Yeah. Only true fans would really get it. <laughs> the, 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 the Rainmaker Ran has a ramen spice packet in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, someone, someone posted, uh, that this is a combination of three of Asuka's favorite things. Uh, winning championships, food, and smiling. Yeah. It was very adorable. I, I miss, liked it a I lot. And this crazy, creepy smile. That's the one thing. We're going back to old Asuka and not crazy Kabuki Warrior Asuka, and I'm I'm sad we're losing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but that means if that means we get her in more cup noodles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm listen. I still hold out hope that crazy clown Asuka's coming on the horizon for <laughs> Halloween, and like somebody's gonna have to deal with that. Well, uh, now on to my baby face, and it's a weird pick. But I, 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 I chose him as my baby face because he, in one week, has shown more leadership and representation than Seth Rollins ever did as a locker room leader. And it was he was leading the fans, and it is Keith fucking Lee, who, of course, unfortunately did not do well at NXT TakeOver and then debuted on Raw, where he came out to bad theme music in what looked like a skirt and then got into a no-DQ match with Randy Orton. So, like, it was half really good and pushy because he's going against the top heel and then also half, why? Why have you done this? I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) I can't believe you've done this. On the theme song, they have stated that they're they're working on it. Um, thank God. And they're, uh, uh, but the, apparently, what I read is they're trying to get away from all of this from CFOs, which sucks because they have the best fucking. Things. Yeah, whoever they got after CFO like is nothing but generic bullshit. Yeah, but uh, Keith Lee, and this is what made him my babyface. Actually, tweeted out, "Music's out of my hands. Period. Leave it be." I'll sort it out later. And in that moment, I kind of felt like Keith Lee took his big, big hands and welcomed me into them, just saying, it's a quick case, sweet baby birds. Papa Lee's going to take care of you guys. I'm going to make you guys proud. I was very happy with this response. It's it's all right, babe. You, you want to sla- slap the meat? Slap that meat! <laughs> I, I love Keith Lee so much. He's such, like... Uh, he's just such a genuine dude, and when he says, I'll deal with it, I feel like he'll deal with it. It's, it's literally like, fuck it. Do you think he'll react weird if it turns out that Maya Yim is actually in retribution? You think that's going to be weird for them? That's going to be a weird one. It's going to be yeah. a weird one. Dijakovic is in it, and they're like bros. It's going to be like, bro, you're just, de- dude, you're destroying my. Like, I just got here. Like, like come on, man. Uh, apparently, people are saying the reason why the change is Vince is straight up like, if you ain't got abs and uh, uh, big old calves, 
you are gonna have to cover all that shit up. So that's why they're making Lee wrestle in this shit. But he, I've been welcomed into the arms of Lee, and he is taking me over the, uh, he's taking me over the threshold. I feel like Keith Lee is one of, I'm gonna do nothing but love you. I feel like Keith Lee is one of those people that doesn't care about walking on eggshells, because what are you gonna do, get in Keith Lee's face? Yeah, exactly. And I loved the promo he cut because it was like a perfect best of Keith Lee. Walks out, interrupts Randy Orton of all people, and then just looks at him and was like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to come out and see if you would like to take a moment and bask in my glory. And I went, oh, fuck. Okay, baby, let's go. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck, that was... Oh, my God. (laughs) I've never seen that clip before, and it might be my new favorite Keith Lee moment. That was so great. I I guess it was from a house show or something. Yeah, obviously it's from a house show. Um, He just got hit. He just... He sang it just, like, pitch fucking perfect. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And that was my reaction to Keith Lee losing his music. Oh, my God. All right, now on to Dylan. Dylan, who your baby face is? I just realized we've already talked about him, so. No, 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 no. I'm afraid I've got some bad bad news. news. Which is actually good news, which is that Wade Barrett is uh, employed, well, I guess good news is he's employed, like somewhere in the middle is that he's employed by WWE, but good news is that he's he's back. Wade Barrett is actually a very good commentator. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, uh, especially as like a heel commentator, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because he he has logic behind it too, which is like that that good. That's that good. I I hope for nothing more than the next takeover to be Mauro Ronaldo and Wade Barrett. That's all I want. Yeah. Oh oh my god. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, no, he's back. I'm I'm sad he's not back as a wrestler because I'm really I will always be disappointed that he never got his due because of situations outside of his control, like when Jake Jake Hager fucking separated his shoulder by being an unsafe asshole, which is why I still root against Jake Hager and his dick dick kneeing ways. And now all I have to say is. There could still be hope. Yeah. I, if he doesn't bullhammer at least one person, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> Very upset. And uh, I just want to hear him go, boom! Boom! Well, uh, before we get to the end discussion, I would like to offer a baby face that I think we all share, and it's Renee Young who had her last night at SummerSlam, and then on uh, The Bump, they showed a video of all of, like, the people who have been influenced by Renee and who Renee's changed talk to her and just be like, I'm gonna miss her so much, and just seeing her cry and realizing all those lives she touched. Like, Cesaro? The cyborg (laughs) Cesaro was just like, yeah, I don't, um... I don't really know. I'm very selfish and I want her to stay and I'm very sad. And I was like, what the fuck, Cesaro? No! Yeah, you told me that was what happened and I remembered back when I watched the, uh... Oh, I think it was... Was it Shimmer? It was somebody did one for Chris Wolf when she retired and, like, that was only, like, six or seven people. And I was like, no, not gonna (laughs) fool me again. I'm not... Not crying in my own house. Um... If there's a PWI, like, 100 for backstage personalities, she would be number one. Yeah. 
Isn't interviewer of the year a thing? I think so. And Renee Young deserves it, uh, even on years where she wasn't in wrestling. Slink, yeah. Uh, but now on to our end discussion, which is going to be very short. But boys, we got to predict a pay-per-view. This seems familiar. Oh, wow. I feel like we only did this seven days ago. <laughs> yeah. Now... Come on, baby, live it up in the twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, never have I been more upset at my own rule that if you're in the lead, you have to pick last in a triple threat than I am for Roman versus Bray versus, I guess, my pick, fucking Braun Strowman. Um, now, honestly, I think Dylan has got the lead here with your pick. Would you like to... Oh no, I just said that I have legal rights to The Fiend because I have had this pick for, God, is it three years now? When did I start making this awful decision? I forget. <laughs> it was very early on in our prediction series. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, although I think that you've got a pretty good chance because, um... Because I think that, I think he's going to, like, like eliminate Braun. Because, like, Braun getting basically taken out of this is the key to getting... A good match. Roman versus The Fiend at whatever the next pay-per-view is. And I think, like, that's where the money is. It's not in, like, a quick resolution. Wait, is this elimination, or...? No, no, no. I'm saying them basically eliminating Braun from the title picture completely and then it's then you can have the actual build-up of fiend versus roman and you can like milk that for weeks like they love to do and then then you're then you gave it to roman but if you do it now now what the fuck are you doing no that that's what i was thinking too which leads to my uh pick but still because i did it did it did it he's back i don't know if i've in conscience like if I've ever been happy to pick Roman in any of these, but now I am. I was gonna say before before the uh, it sounds so terrible, but before like he left and came back, it was really hard to be happy to pick him. Yeah, uh, see, here's the thing, and I I'm actually interested in it because I do think we're gonna get the Fiend versus Roman, but I think it's gonna be swapped. I think it's heel Roman, babyface Fiend, which is the most intriguing thing I think WWE's proposed all year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. The most intriguing thing I heard was the match between him and uh, John Cena. That was the most oh, intriguing. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, nothing's going to beat the intrigue of how the fuck are you doing this? Now I gotta... <laughs> I, I, have we? Un, un, have, unless they add uh, Harley Quinn, Alexa Bliss, you can't beat John Cena, the V. Yeah. Have we seen John Cena on WWE TV since that match? Well, you can't see him. Damn. Damn. Have we heard him? <laughs> no. That would be real fucking creepy, though, wouldn't it? Be great. Uh, what else do we... Oh, right. So a team made up of two people that aren't a tag team get a shot at the tag team women's champions. And they announced the match right before two female tag teams came down to the ring to wrestle. They're like, this is happening. But anyways, here's two teams that actually exist. So that obviously means that uh, Sasha and Bailey are losing. Yeah, it's uh, it's role models versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. And no, no, I can't. I can't with all good conscience vote for Nia Jax and Shayna. I think it's going to be... I can't either, dude. Are you, go are, are you saying it, though? Are you taking it? 
Yeah, yeah, no. Because remember how we, like, months ago planned, like, okay, they lose these, then they lose... Because, like, this is the only chance we have of them losing these titles and then us getting to Bailey versus Banks before the end of this fucking year. Like, I can't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair. I, I'm in the same boat as Scotty. I cannot, in good conscience... That's fine. I'll... Listen, I'll... Listen... I'll be happy to lose this point if it means it doesn't happen. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, they could lose it on, like, Raw or SmackDown to the Riot Squad, and that leads to the Hell in a Cell match, and then Survivor Series, Banks versus Asuka versus... Uh, oh, but you know how much WWE loves the, the rivals that are also tag team champions, the opposites that are... Oh, come on, that's the classic... That classic WWE story. It's every Kane tag team partnership. Yeah. Think about it. All right, uh, then we've got, for the U.S. title, the match that should have been at fucking SummerSlam. And if you go to patreon.com slash a load of BS, you'll hear me explain how it should have happened. Uh, Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley. Battletoad. Taking the Battletoad. Yep, I, I, I'm like, this is what it's been building to for months. Why didn't they do it at SummerSlam? I'll never know, but yeah, I got Lashley as well. Blake, I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to be a... Uh... I'm going to be a contrarian asshole and pick Cruz. I have no specific reason. I just wanted to. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, that's the thing. With Dylan, I could usually be like, why did you choose this? And Dylan will be like, well, you see. But Blake's just like, hey, fuck you, man. I need points. I just need points. That's literally, literally, that's that's why I chose Shayna and Nia earlier. It was that thing of like, I have the people I would like to win. I also would like to not lose again this year and pay money. That's really... I don't need to win. I just need to do better than Blake. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm, I won last time, so I'm not really putting it all in on there. And also, I've got wildcard bitches! Kind of thing going on. Um, sometimes I just do and pick things that shouldn't be picked, and sometimes it works. You're a real lunatic fringe, Blake, like that, Blake. <laughs> you just do wacky Brrr. stuff. What was, the, what was the last match? There's, like, one more match on this card, uh, right? Yeah, the only other one that's been announced is Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. And Keith Okay, so I have to so I have to double down on Randy Orton after you fuckers talked me into it last time and I, I I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Yeah, no. No. I'm I'm sticking on the nobody wins there fucking I basically I'm going to learn from the two things that I ignored last week, which was nobody wins their debut match and like Randy Orton isn't allowed to win a WWE championship for some reason. So like we're we're going to learn from that. So Randy Orton is going to beat Keith Lee in what I'm sure will be a great showing. Yeah, uh, no, I think Lee got the no DQ loss on uh, on Raw. So like this is the the comeback moment for him at his pay per view. But yeah, no, no, I, I I I like this is the one the only match where I'm like, yeah, that could actually happen. Orton could actually take it. You, you're going to have Randy Orton lose two matches at two pay-per-views back-to-back after building him for this long? Yeah, and have him beat down, like, the NXT sweetheart. Yeah, the Ort factor is very high here. It's just, uh All I could think, all I could think for a way to keep Orton safe and let Lee win is McIntyre gets involved, and then that builds to a Hell in a Cell match between McIntyre and Orton. But even then, like, would the WWE champion run in on a on what will likely be like one of the main matches. 
Like afterwards, yes, I see him beating him, and then Drew comes out and Claymore's his face off. But like the face champion is not going to interfere with a match on a pay per view on Raw. Yes, but a pay per view? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh shit! I, I think I think Night of Champions is between this and Hell in a Cell, so that might be where role models drop it. Is can you look that up before I I like make this goddamn pick? <laughs> And then I'm just like, Night of Champions is next week. <laughs> it's all over. Let's see. Night of Champions. Oh, it's it's not been said, but I did. Hold on. WWE pay-per-view schedule, I guess, is what I'm going to have to look at. How terrible would it be if we had to do this every week? I mean, it, it gives us a new thing to end the show. Yeah, okay, September 27th, also the day of JWF Hangover, is going to be Clash of Champions, and then November 1st is Hell in a Cell. Oh, Clash of Champions is where the champions from other brands face each other. That's different. No, that's Survivor Series. What are we... We're doing that at Survivor Series again? I thought we had moved it. No, I think that's every... No, Clash of Champions just means every championship will be defended. Fuck it. I'll just... I'll just... I'll just keep my stupid... I don't even know. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. I'll just... Just bury me face down so you can kiss my ass. Okay, and then uh, as as the weekend goes on and more matches are announced for everybody at home, we are gonna add in. So that way it's not just these four matches. It might be. I mean, actually, there might be the... Who has the SmackDown tag team titles? Um, oh, the artists. Yeah. That, oh, fuck, I forgot that was their name. God, that sucks. That really sucks. Okay, I want you to, I want you to know, I'll call it here. If there's a tag team match, I pick Lucha House Party. <laughs> <laughs> you seen Kalisto? He's ripped. They're going to put the belt on him. All right, well, uh, uh, until then, what did you guys learn this week? I've I've learned that Scotty likes nothing more than production value. Damn right, son. I love that the most Darby Allen thing to do is jump off a bridge with thumbtacks in your back. (laughs) And I learned that the Thunderdome is why many WWE fans are going to be facing a lot of back trouble in the future. (laughs) and possibly some public decency violations (laughs) but until then where could people find you on the internet Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter you can find me at the Darkroom Vigia on YouTube you can find me here on the BS Network with all of our lovely podcasts like Fight Boys, like a load of BS like JWF Wrestling and many more it's getting very, very exciting. I am very happy Dylan got beat up. <laughs> <It's kind> of, <laughs> for once in his career, Dylan was the sufferer of a beatdown. That is that is untrue. That is untrue. Because <laughs> I've kept a running list of all the times you've had that happen. Because it hasn't happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> the next time we meet in person, you and I are going to have a very personal conversation about why that is, Scotty. Hey, look, who's been undefeated all year? The Dylan, who has been beaten every step of the way, Blake Tanner. It's a whole new world here in JWF. How many times has, how many times has Scotty Moore been beaten over the last three months? My arm! broken (laughs) I just had my arm snapped in two after losing my championship
Hey, you're welcome. Guess who did that? My boy. boy. All right. And you can find that and all the other BS Network programs at a load of purebs.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song, Fighters. Give Mega Ran all your love in these trying times that you don't give to us. Jesus. And as always, you can find us at alodapurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.alodapurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show, Luther and Serpentigo. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. 